0: Red Channel Condition with Michael,
1: I'm on the side of fuck your questions, Jonathan, I don't really know
0: what else to do with this, and Peter, this <laughs> monkey does not work after you installed it. Welcome listeners to this week's episode of Red Channel Condition. As usual, I'm your host Peter and I'm once again joined by my co-host Jonathan and the
2: Mike AI. What's going on guys? How was your weekend? been good so far. You've been spending it playing the Street Fighter VI beta that released you on PS5 and on computer and Xbox.
1: What's it like? Yeah, I know what I'm not doing this weekend. <laughs> well, you're, you're thoroughly unimpressed, Mike? You know, I didn't get into the beta. They didn't accept me. 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 Oh, you weren't chosen. No surprise, the Japanese company Capcom. <laughs> Clearly was racist against the Chinese.
2: Japan I <laughs> see it's the, the rape of Nanking Fighter Six. Yeah.
1: <laughs> they say uh youth is wasted on the young and uh well the Street Fighter Six is wasted on the John.
2: Wow. You're not an elite content creator such as myself, so that's that's obviously <laughs> you know, why they didn't invite you to the beta and wanted me to tell my
1: Don't they know who I am then? <laughs>
2: Yeah, they wanted me to tell my, you know, tens of followers on social media about how cool Street Fighter is. Well how cool is it? It's fucking cool. Street Fighter six is very, very good. I mean, you know, so far in the beta format it's been fun, you know, playing with you know some of the new characters. You know, uh Kimberly and, you know, Luke from Street Fighter Five and you know, the old the older characters, you know, Guile and Ryu and you know, like Hoboken and all that stuff, they're all they're all there and you know they're all looking super fresh, and the moves are great, and the music is great, and the vibe is great, and you know it's it's Street Fighter, man. I heard Genius. you could make your own characters. Yeah, so there's a there's a character editor, and you know you can make like an avatar. So like I made a a realistic you know short black dude you know to you know, so I could be so I could be myself walking around the virtual arcade machines and picking fights with people. So wait, how does
0: this, how does this work though? Like, can you, can you give yourself like every move in the game? Can you have like a teleport with like a diagonal (laughs) up air fireball and how does that work when you design it? Didn't like
2: fully, you know, unlock all the different things that you're allowed to do in the character editor, you know, so I don't know, you know, what it's going to be like in the real game, you know, in the beta so far, you know, like, do you get to ascribe yourself a handful of moves? So like my character has like a dragon punch. My character does, like, a Naruto run, you know, so, like, he dashes with his arms behind him, you know, he has, like, a hurricane kick. You know, all all, the, all the, the bells and whistles you would expect from a realistic short black guy you know, in, in a fighting game. I can already see Mike making his
0: teleporting Zangief.
1: Mm. Yes. I, I don't know, like, I, I, I'm so offended by not being included in, in this thing. Like, I'm just, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, maybe I'll just skip this version, I don't care. Wow. All of this talk though has me, had me feeling like Tiny Tim looking through the window on Christmas Day, but uh, <laughs> but that's fine, that's fine. I don't I don't need this game anyway.
2: At least you tried. You know, like I remember like the day that the beta was announced or whatever. It was like, hey, like you got to get in, sign up right now. At least you tried. There are people that didn't even know that this thing was happening because of the weird way that the they were setting up the beta. You had to make some other ID. Like a Capcom ID, a Capcom account, to associate it with another account that you would already have, whether it's Steam on PC or you know, uh, PlayStation Network or Xbox Live, right? So, it's like it was like stupid and cumbersome, and you know, there were more than enough hoops just to try to get in, just to play this beta for a weekend. At least you tried. You lose. At least you tried. Perfect.
1: I'm I'm not upset. I I, I didn't get in. I'm I'm upset that you got in and I didn't. Wow, the
2: sodium. Well, at least you're playing other stuff instead, though, yeah?
1: It's a consolation prize because, well, yeah, I've been... uh, Overwatch 2 was released this week. That is when the servers were actually up and running. You know, it's a classic uh, Blizzard uh, launch. Too many people, not enough servers, that kind of thing. I think we were stuck in queue for an hour and a half, two hours, and then uh, it just crashed. Cracked. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it it was it was rough uh for for a few days. I think today is really only the fourth day. You know, the game's been up, but uh it looks like the engineers have put enough OT in and everything seems to be working so far. It's it's basically the same game as Overwatch 1. It's that's why this game is free to play, I think. It's just too similar to what they or- originally
0: had. Why not just make a patch to Overwatch 1 and, instead of making a whole new game
1: well because they're changing the entire way they monetize the game you know because in overwatch one you paid your 60 bucks and you were done you know, i don't know how long that game's been out three years or something like that you know you got everything for free uh essentially there's a the loot box thing which was kind of like gambling that blizzard had a lot of controversy for now they've made the base game free to play but every season they call it uh which is a couple of months you'll have the opportunity to buy these packs of skins and other things that used to be free from the loot box. So they changed that monetization. They changed some of the characters. But yeah, it's pretty much the same game. I mean, you know, the strategy and the meta, right, if if you're really into that stuff, can change. But it looks the same. It feels the same. It's the same.
0: Well, that's not the only nerd stuff going on, right? Big doings in the city. Big doings. Including Comic-Con. Comic-Con is back, guys. You know, I haven't gone to Comic-Con in years, but I'm, I'm glad it's still a thing. I'm glad it's as big as it is. And you guys had mentioned that something pretty big dropped at Comic-Con this week, which was the trailer for the new Super Mario Brothers movie. Yes,
2: yes. You know, it, it had, you know, quasi-photorealistic Mario, which is, like, kind of weird, you know, even though, you know, for years there's been those jokes about, like, put Mario in the Unreal Engine and then you have, like, some, <laughs> you know, illogically gritty, you know, realistic Mario with, like, dirty pants or some shit like that. Oh, it's a fucking me, a Mario. <laughs> It was, you know, it's been a it was a very big deal for the trailer to come out at Comic Con. You know, we've been you know speculating for a long time, you know, what Mario was gonna look like, what he was gonna sound like because he you know, was Chris Pratt. And you know, it looks you know it looks like Mario should. Like it looks you know super high resolution, you know, Mario looks realistic, you know, Chris Pratt sounds like himself, right? Which is probably good because I didn't expect it to be you know like that dude Charles Martinet you know talking you know making all the It's a me yeah <laughs> all the whoop the whoops and hollers and right. you know like and the stereotypical yeah, like, Italian yeah like <laughs> quasi racist Italian shit yeah you can't right. do that today yeah
0: and Jack Black as Koopa
2: Jack Black as Koopa is an inspired choice he he sounded and like he sounded pretty cool
1: what was the controversy with this thing I mean I think it looks fine I think it looks like it's straight out of the game for the most part but there were a lot of people just like shitting on it for for some reason i must have missed that like i know people were shitting on it because of chris pratt but i also don't understand where that comes from for the past i don't know how long has mario been out he's like what 30 some odd 40
2: like 35
1: 35
0: 35? since like Mm -hmm. 82 or something right
1: for the for those number of years, all he's basically said is "woohoo" and "it's a me." Like, where do you base the uh, the anger on? You know, like he doesn't sound like Mario. What is Mario supposed to sound like? <laughs> you got like three words and uh, a couple of screams.
2: You know, people hating on shit on the internet is like you know people breathing or drinking water. Like it's just mm-hmm. you know it's just what people do. Right. There's no I don't think anything uniformly is considered positively on the Internet, no matter how good it could or is right. Like no matter what it is. Right. Like you like the cure for cancer could release on the Internet. And like someone will say that, like, actually, like the cure for cancer is racist or sexist or, you know, murders people or has created class war or, you know, like actually it should have been voiced by this person and it's not voiced by this other person, or it's only compatible with PCs and not Macs, like, there would have been some reason to, to hate on it or be skeptical of it. Honestly, there's no, to me, there's no good reason to have been, you know, shitting on this. I understand, you know, shitting on it for Chris Pratt, because Chris Pratt basically does his voice for everything, right? So everything <laughs> just sounds the same when he's doing it. You know, it's not an inspired choice, kind of like the other casts, you know, for voices, right? Like, they have Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong as a voice in this.
1: I mean, Seth Rogen sounds like Seth Rogen in yes. everything. Yeah, yeah, for sure.
2: Yeah, that's at least kind of like a, you know, like that's an inspired choice for Donkey Kong, right? Like, that's, like, you can, can see, see that, that being kind of funny. You know, they, uh, Luigi is Charlie Day, you know, from, you know, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, mm-hmm. so I think that's gonna be fucking hilarious, like <laughs> a, another another kind of inspired choice for that character, but like Chris Pratt sounds like you know, protagonist protagonist Chen, right? You know, he just sounds like <laughs> you know, the he just sounds like the generic main character in a thing, which I guess makes sense because Mario is the generic main character in things.
1: But are are we interested in some kind of like um, Smash Brothers cinematic universe now? Oh. Like we have Pikachu, we have Sonic, there's Mario and Luigi.
2: Oh, you're talking about the real MCU? Okay.
1: There's Bowser now. All we need is like a, what, like a, like a Star Fox movie and an F-Zero movie.
2: I mean, like, I'm sure Nintendo would be, you know, Nintendo would be like a pig and shit. They would love that, you know, if they could, if they could get that going. They'll,
0: they'll get to yeah. it. I'm sure they'll get to it.
2: I just want this movie to be good first. You know, I want to see, you know, that it's good for like, everyone It's good for kids and parents and families and you know, it's good for, you know, fucking, you know, drunk people to watch it, like, two in the morning, you like, (laughs) I want it to be, I want it to be at least better than the, the 93 live-action Mario movie, which I love.
1: I mean, that's impossible for it not to be.
2: Like, John was Guizamo (laughs) as Luigi. (laughs) Hispanic Luigi is the greatest. Like, (laughs) like, I, like, I love that movie, even though it's a piece of shit, right? You know, we, you know, me and my fiance watch it probably once a year, like, you and I, Peter, like when we lived together, we were watching that shit all the time. Like, yep, we you know, sure that do. was that was a six pack and or you know a couple of joints, classic. That was a that's a quality film. You know, but I just want this to be better than that, right? I want it to be better than that. I want it to be better than you, know, Captain Lou Albano, Mario. Like, yeah, I I just I need I want it to be at least as good as like modern video game movies have been. Like the last like couple of years, movies about video games have been like not. Terrible. Yes. Yeah. So I need yeah, it to that's, be That's what that. I was
0: going to ask you. Do you think the success of maybe like Sonic the Hedgehog maybe had some ins- inspiration for Nintendo to be like, oh, we got to get in on this?
2: Oh, for sure. Like, there's no way that they weren't looking at, you know, that shit, you know, bank checks and be like, hmm, you know, what if we did that? Right. Right. You know, there's no right. way they weren't watching, you know, like Castlevania on Netflix and you know, other right. you know, other applications of gaming IPs, you know, getting paid. And they were like, you know, how about our cut?
0: When do you think this era began? Would you argue that it began with Advent Children?
2: Mm, like, no, because like it was you know, back then, you, you it wasn't even like an an event for there to be a thing. That was more like you know, when you have like anime or whatever. Right, they always have the. They've had. They would have movies about the anime, and it would be like a a non canon side story that doesn't matter. Like I always thought of Advent Children more like that until you know they decided to incorporate every single thing ever made about Final Fantasy VII into one big uh, anthology. Right, so everything became canon, and that was pretty cool. So yeah, I would I would say that you know really you know the era of you know, these kinds of movies and stuff like that started with, I don't know, like... Detective Pikachu? No, like, I want to say, like, like the the modern Tomb Raider movie, I think that came out a couple of years ago. Like, the Uncharted movie. You know, yeah, Detective Pikachu is part of that. You know, they're, they're doing, like, a Last of Us, at, you know, HBO show. Like, I think it's more of a modern creation, like, taking video games seriously. Like, Mortal Kombat 2021. Yep. Right? Yep. Yeah. Like, Sonic... You know, that, that's the first time I think I can you know, remember them being like, okay, let's actually make you know, movies about these things that don't suck on purpose. Yeah, I'm excited. It, it looked surprisingly competent, right? Like it didn't look, you know, the characters are wrong. You know, the voices were off. You know, the aesthetic was shit. Like it didn't look like that. So, right. yeah, like this, this could be a solid six and a half out of 10 movie, which would be to me amazing <laughs> considering what they're trying to do. You know, yeah, yeah. like you take your kids to that and you won't you know, try to remove your eyes with the spoon. So you know, I'm looking forward to it. You know, Let's go. You know, Let's go, Mario.
1: Mike, what do you think? I'm looking forward to it. I think it'll be a good movie. Um, it looks good. So it, it your looks ass good. is
0: in the chair for this. Yeah,
1: yeah. I'm, I'll, I'll watch this. No matter what, this will not be the worst movie I've ever seen. It just can't. I mean, do we really think this is going to be worse than the first Mario or even Dragon Ball, the movie? The live oh, afterlife? God. Well, I'm still hoping for the sequel to that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty
1: sure it. you could make a better sequel in your backyard with some green body paint. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that's that's pretty cool, and I'm I'm certainly
0: looking forward to that. I, I think it'll put my ass in the chair. I've been a fan of Mario for a long time, and it's nice to see, like you said, video games getting... Uh, kind of a fresh look and a fresh coat of paint and a, and a serious take on, on trying to do justice to the to the ips
1: enjoy it while it lasts guys because <laughs> right. you know they started touching on the 80s touching on the 90s pretty soon they're gonna start touching on stuff that we have no actual connection to <laughs> wow <laughs> yeah enjoy enjoy it while it lasts like you know we, we saw the transformers which was shit but hey whatever um there was the turtles which was kind of shit but also whatever but now we're getting into the, some of the, you know, maybe good stuff.
0: They're gonna, I mean, they're remaking Dora the Explorer now, so
1: <laughs> yeah, right. we're we're on the brink of it. We're we're almost out of their uh, their demo, so enjoy it.
2: Well, I'm off to commit suicide.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna <laughs>
2: shoot myself.
0: But, but it, speaking of shooting myself, it might be a little harder to do that in <laughs> in the modern era, thanks to oh, that's a, that's inspired. I like that. Right,
2: that's good. <laughs> I like that.
0: This brings us to our first article of the day about how the gun laws are changing, not changing, up in the air. Mike, do you want to tell us a little bit about the article that you linked?
1: Uh, Yeah, sure. Uh, We were on break, right, when the New York State Rifle and Pistol Association v. Bruin decision was handed down, effectively turning New York from a may-issue state to a shall-issue state for concealed carry gun licenses. Prior to this ruling... There was, there was a need-based test, and this test was subjective based on a licensing officer's reasoning. So the argument has always been there is a subjective test for an individual to exercise their Second Amendment right to carry. You know, say what you want about the law itself, but if you were just to follow uh, what it is established in the Second Amendment and everything, it kind of tracks. So now we have a system where... You will get a license to carry unless there is some other reason that you shouldn't be allowed to, some objective criteria why you shouldn't be allowed to carry. You know, for example, like maybe you have a you're a felon or something like that.
0: How how do they classify what is an objective reason not to give you a gun?
1: That was the big question in Bruins before. You had to show a need for it. So maybe you were like, Oh, I am a celebrity or something. Or I have a lot of money that I carry around with me when I do deposits. No, any kind of thing like that. But you couldn't just go, I fear for my life. I want to use it for self-defense. Right. (laughs) You couldn't do that. But also a licensing officer. Someone has to go and like, okay, I agree with this. And then issue you the permit. There was a big scandal out in Brooklyn where people were paying money. To get permits you know like this one no. hey you know no so what's the difference between you your right to have a gun versus say you know someone that has some connections or someone Funny. that's that's difference. that's what it is say what so say what you want about the second amendment that's why it was brought and they won because we're in a conservative supreme court and now new york city has to essentially give you a license to carry unless there was some real objective reason why they can't or they shouldn't. So once that happened, the legislature in New York kind of freaked out. They went and said, okay, fine. We have to do this. We have to follow the, we have to follow the law, but this is what we're going to do. And they tried to legislate out of it. They added a couple of things. They said, we will definitely give you a permit if... You showed good moral character and if you would Whatever that means Well that's you're you're already on it. And if you provide us a list of all your social media accounts so that we can look at it. You have to give us your family members who live in that house, all the kids, the cohabitants, and all that stuff. You gotta give four character references and any other information that's required by the licensing officer. You have to do a in-person interview. You have to do 18 hours of in-person firearm training. And lastly, they released a list of quote-unquote sensitive locations and restricted locations where carrying a gun is not permitted. Right, such as like museums, churches, right. bars, things Schools, like Schools, right? zoos, like really public gatherings, right? Like where you would see a lot of people. So as you already noticed, there are some issues with these additions. Other people noticed these issues and they sued and they were granted a temporary restraining order, blocking these additions from going into effect. You know, the big issue was what is good moral character? You're substituting a subjective test for another subjective test. I mean, you don't need a law degree to know that wouldn't pass, right? Like the Supreme court essentially said you can't do this. And they're like, okay, but what if I do this, (laughs) but it's the same thing. So gone, right? So they eliminated that requirement. The, they also eliminated providing a list of social media accounts and all that stuff because what would you do with it if you were not? You can't objectively judge social media accounts. They kicked that out because that's a subjective test. What are you looking for? They said that it's too much of a burden to provide a list of people who live with you, too much of a burden to show up for an in person interview. So those three are all gone. The only thing they kept. Is the gun training and you need 18 hours of it because the state's argument was that people today are less familiar with guns than they were in the past, especially maybe New Yorkers. And for sure, I mean, you need time to learn it and the court agreed with that. So they kept one out of the five requirements and you know, the whole sensitive locations thing I found actually very interesting because when you're going through an analysis, uh, the court decided to use this um, standard that was really highlighted in Bruin and, and, and Heller, where you have to look at whether modern and historical regulations impose a comparable bur- burden on the right of armed self-defense and whether that burden is justified. So really what you have to do is look to the past and the, na- the nation's history and traditions and then bring that up to the modern day to see if you can do any type of restrictions. For example, if subways, which were on the list of sensitive locations that the court said we can carry a gun on the subway now, what would you compare the subway to, like to the past? Maybe like, I don't know, like a carriage or something. And you could always carry your gun on your carriage. Obviously, I'm one of those people who think that there are obvious flaws when you are forced to look to the past to legislate for the future. But that's where we are. I know a lot of people are upset about this. This TRO, but if you you know, were to follow what it says, it's no it's not a surprise.
2: Yes, that's true. You know, I you know, it it's it's above and above the board and you know, it's the law and you know, whatever, you know, the law. I you know, I get really just drained with everyone becoming i guess not human with when the law is involved you know everybody you know seeks to comply with things you know as maliciously and as you know, semantically as possible and you know hey i mean the law is in fact a bunch of semantics so like what can i do right yeah it it just it just seems annoying that you know the the need to have guns i guess is so important that you know, the safety of people is less important than the semantics of, you know, involving the rule, right? And I'm not saying that as a person that doesn't like guns or use guns or hasn't trained with guns, you know, etc. You know, wouldn't own a gun, you know, if I lived in a place where one could more easily, you know, own a gun, right? Because like, you can own a gun in New York City, it's just, you know, harder than, it you know, it's harder than, you know, people would like. And probably for good reason right it's it's like yeah. it's like 9 million people living in a very you know narrow space living on top of each other you know like somebody you know looks at you the wrong way and you know, doesn't get the fries that they you know, hot that they wanted or you know uh knocked your iphone down in the subway or bumped into you in school or something like that you know, you would get shot you know so <laughs> yeah i just feel like you know everybody just you know, I feel like making it difficult to uh making it more difficult or raising the bar for having, you know, uh licensed weapon in the city just makes sense. Right and it makes sense, you know, to do that in every place that is a dense city in America, right? You know, I think the rules for having a gun in Los Angeles are probably different than the rules for having a gun, you know, elsewhere in the state. You know, the rules for having a gun in, you know, say Newark New Jersey or Jersey City New Jersey or something like that are probably a little bit different than having you know the rules for having a gun in Montclair or in you know some place in like South Jersey right it's probably more yeah. difficult to have a gun in St. Louis Missouri than it is to you know out in the rest of Missouri right so it just, it seems to make sense that the bar is higher and I kind of really get frustrated with how people want to lower the bar just because like not for any good reason, you know, just because you know, malicious compliance, just because.
0: Oh, that, that's interesting. i it's so weird. Cause I kind of, I see like almost both sides of the argument here. Oh, I think it is a really good idea for like, for example, like having the, the gun training program. Like, I don't think you should be able to just walk into like a, a fucking Walmart and just buy guns, you know, willy nilly. You need to have some kind of rules in place and I think some mandatory safety training is a good, it's a good step. I don't know if that it should be the only thing that's like preventing you from getting a gun, but it it's definitely a good idea to have something in place. So I'll say that. Number two, I I don't, I don't know. Cause I've been to like, um, others, like other cities. Like, you know, I've been to Arizona to visit my buddy Rob and like everyone is carrying guns. Like, you know, I, I don't know the pot, like the density factor in a city like Phoenix as compared to like another, you know, I mean, I know it's not as dense as New York, but like, you know, it's a it's a big it's a major city. It's a big city. um, And I know people carry guns all the time. I don't know. does like Phoenix have an out of control gun problem as opposed to, I don't know, anywhere else in fucking united states
2: I'd, I'd say you know if your city is not as dense as this city then you probably can't make a uh like for like comparison with it right and like just googling you know uh arizona or phoenix arizona right i'm you know i'm looking at the the amount of people the population is you know 1.7 million people right okay so like one something like eight yeah of... like a a borough <laughs> here <laughs> has more people than that right and like <laughs> looking at like there's the square mileage of it right like you know phoenix has much more square miles than uh in new, new york, city, york city right and like that's it's it's just generally like that in many you know, dense cities but basically if people want to live there you know there's more people there right most most of the, these other places you have less density you know they're less developed and less people generally you know, are living there. People carrying around guns all the time, sure. You know that makes sense. You know, you can drive you know, a mile and you know, not see anyone, right? Right. That makes sense, right? That's not the case here, you know.
0: Which by the way, that was so much fun going out into the Arizona desert and just blowing shit up was really a lot of
2: fun. And like that, and where you can do that around here, it's fucking fun too. Right. That's right. You know, that's why you know, again, you know, the rules should be, should make sense for the place that you are in. Right. I'm not asking for you know, like, no, you can't do it. And which has never been the case. Right. It's never been you can't get a gun in New York City. Right it's that there there are parameters for getting Well, for it's very prohibitive it should be it should be very prohibitive very prohibitive you know that's that's the again the bar should be higher because the city is a different place it's a denser place there's more people there's more so let me ask uh-huh. you
0: let me ask you a question let me ask you a question cuz now I'm, I'm just curious and i I'm, I'm not i'm not on one side or the other but like okay let's say for example like you know you've lived in some rougher neighborhoods in in new york city in brooklyn i mean we we grew up in mm-hmm. I mean, you knew where we grew mm-hmm. up, so if if you were like the kind of person that was like, "Oh wow, like I actually do walk around at night like afraid or whatever, and you are like you are a responsible person. You're not the kind of person to run into a school or a church or a you know, a shop right and fucking <laughs> waste people. Like, do you think somebody like you should should even be able to obtain a gun? Because I feel like somebody like or like a random Joe who is not a cop. Or, you know, not a fucking bank vault security officer or a celebrity or something. Like, those people, it is absolutely prohibitive. It's, it, there's almost no way that a yeah. random job.
2: Well, you see, like, you it. see how you can't say, like, you can't. You can say everything that is close to can't, but you can't say you right. can't. You know, right. as, Technically, right. it's not impossible, right.
0: but for all intents and purposes, it's pretty impossible.
2: It's, as long as it's not impossible, I don't, you, I, I, it either is impossible or it's not right as long as, as long as it's not impossible then it's fine again the bar should be high i i understand why you know people would be like you know the you know the bar is too high right but also you know like why why do you need it you know i like if you're talking about like i'm scared like you know why do you live here right you know again like you just like you said like i grew up you know i've grown up here i've been all, i've spent my life entirely in the the roughest areas, the the most urban areas, right? You know, my whole life has been there. You know, I just walked home late at night yesterday, right? You know, mm-hmm. coming back from a baseball game, right? You know, rode the subway and all that, right? It's less about, you know, oh my God, I'm scared and stuff like that. More that, you know, I'm I'm at peace with the risks, right? Because that's that's the choice that I make by living here. Right. I have much I have many more material concerns you know than you know, oh my god there might be a person with a gun that shoots me right like i have to worry about right. if if the cop is going to beat me up or if you know like you know some some uh, crazy dude on the train is going to like decide to bite me or something like that or you know some some person driving around with you know really fast with their car you know and a defaced license plate you know some asshole behind the wheel Decides to go too fast, to you at the at the cross uh, crosswalk because they want to get to the Dunkin' Donuts faster, right? I have you know I have many more concerns than you. Know, what a, what if I need a gun, right? Like
0: well, it's just to play just to play devil's. Fuck advocate the devil, for but go ahead. Second. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. <laughs> um, just to play devil's advocate for like you grew up in New York City, like that's and that you you, you know you know I, I could give you that that Bane quote from the from the third Batman movie like you were you were tempered in it you were you were born there you 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 also point out like well why do I live here if I'm like scared or something right but like we've had conversations why does anybody live in New York because that's where money and jobs are so like let's say somebody who has come to this city from another place you know who didn't live here or who, who doesn't have that kind of uh, understanding and acceptance of all the risks just off the bat because that's you know, what they were have been surrounded by their whole life, but they've come here to pursue opportunities. Like, you know, do you think maybe there's some argument for that person who might, you know, feel unsafe or want a
2: firearm or something like that? Well, you know, again, you know, i This is not a debate on you know, whether or not you want a firearm anyone can want anything it's nice to want things i want right. i want you know i want a firearm everyone wants a firearm I want money right right you know so this is <laughs> this is not a a debate on you know, whether you want a, a thing or not right and it's not an argument about whether or not you should have a because that's not you know you should have it if you if you can get it you should have it if you want it and you can get it right, right. The question is you know can you prove why you should have it, right? And to me, you know, if if your peace and you, know, uh, I guess, happiness and your feel of safety, your feeling of safety is predicated on having a firearm in this city, then you should. I don't know. I don't know that you should be here. I really don't. I really don't think so. Right? You know, it's if it has to be part of your calculus, right? You know, if you if you could be here, but for the right to have your gun, right? you need to think about how important that gun is to you. you know, if, if the reason you're not here is because you can't have a gun, right? you need to think about how important that gun is to you. right? And again, you know, I'm not saying that you know, uh, if you want a gun, you shouldn't be able to get it. I'm saying that it makes sense that the bar is higher for you to prove why you should have it. Right? Cause it's yeah, and I can agree, and as, that. and that's just like you know everything else that exists in America. You know, has some sort of bar to acquire, right? Just having a car, right? You have to you know get insurance. You have to you know pass the test and have training and so on and so forth, right? You know, you have there are rules that you have to follow when you have it. You know, you you follow the rules of the road. You know, have this plate. You know, to say that you're licensed to acquire it. Wear a seatbelt in the car you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, right? For whatever reason, guns specifically, anything that would even be kind of like having a seatbelt in a car applied to a gun, any logic like that is just, a, <laughs> you know, outside of scope, beyond the pale, and, you know, again, like, we're always arguing, you know, these nebulous concepts with regards to it. Well, it, it, that, that's that's my problem with it. My problem is is the malicious compliance aspect of it. My problem is is the devil's advocate aspect of it. No one is saying that no one should have a gun. People are saying that you should, it should make sense where and why you have it.
0: Yeah, I'm curious to see how this will play out and, and what, what is going to win out in the end. Are, are we going to have guns in New York City willy-nilly, or are we going to find a way to keep the, those forces
2: at bay? I'm sure we're going to have guns in New York City willy-nilly. And the fact of the matter is, like, there are, like there's already here. Right. It's more, you know, in this case, it's just, you know, people who, you know, don't care to adhere to any laws. Right. So, you know, many criminals and, you know, like, you know, crazy gun nuts that want to 3D print guns and, you know, shit like that. Like, that's who has guns, right? You know, gang members and stuff like that. So there's plenty of guns in the city.
0: Yeah. I always I always felt like this this issue was sort of like the almost like the drug issue, like the war on drugs Mm -hmm. or whatever, because it's like, oh, like you can't have like crack and heroin and all this stuff. Those are the bad ones. But, you know, people there's an there's an under there's an underground black market for these products. But, you know, there's plenty, plenty of like drugs that are arguably just as harmful or or deleterious that you can get perfectly legally, yes. you know, if you like have a doctor that, you know, will just write you a script yes. or anything. So.
2: so, yeah, like that's why you know, the the other part of the idea, well, you know, like you, it makes it hard for a law-abiding citizen to get a gun, but the criminals can get a gun and like there's not a, there's there's no guns and no safety like it's fucking nonsense. There's mad guns. Like you could just be a criminal if you wanted to have a gun, right? Like <laughs> just be a, be a just, criminal. Yeah, I mean if if we're going to go, you know, full, you know, like devil's advocate, you <laughs> Uh, mm. you, know, you know, absence of logic. Sure, just fucking violate the law and get a gun. 3D print a gun in your basement. You could. You know, there's nothing stopping you. You know, but that's that's. Mm. I feel like that's how society operates now, right? Like I, you, know, I don't like this, so I'm just not gonna adhere to any kind of you know like logic or societal ties or anything like that. You know, fuck you, getting mine. America. Yeah, that that's why we're even. That's why we're even talking about whether or not it makes sense. For people to be strapped up in fucking Times Square, which is like, if you even lived here, you would be thinking to yourself, "Are you out of your mind?" Terrible <laughs> like, like, how could you think that there should be anything that says yes, that's good? We should do that. <laughs> how could you think that? Oh yeah. Like why? Like what happened to what happened because, to common sense, man?
0: Th- because then the naked cowboy could complete his final form and just be shooting wildly into the air, and it would complete my New York experience. You be guy,
1: motherfucker. Now, I actually agree um about the high bar. Uh, what I never liked about the city, uh, the city's approach to gun law was that it gave essentially one guy all the power to make or de- make or decide, because I think that just breeds corruption. And you no, know, that's kind of what happened there. Like eighteen hours of in-person firearm training doesn't seem like enough. But yes. before, it was two, so like it, sh- like that kind of bar, like maybe like there should be some kind of objective test, like you have to be really good with a gun, or something, um would would make a lot of sense to me. Hey, Billy the Kid was great with a gun. Should he have? I had mean, one? Th- there you go. <laughs> You're going to have people who have guns who really know how to use them. So like when they do use them, everyone is fucked. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, w- I was just thinking like, what are they going to do next? Like, cause the way this court really worded it kind of, I don't know what kind of legal avenues you actually have for gun laws may issue versus shall issue. Like it doesn't seem like there's much wiggle room until we get into like another more liberal court or whatever to maybe try and tackle this issue again. But, you know, also a liberal court that also decides not to care about past court decisions, like this court seems to uh, be um, be able to do. But I also feel like in the city, what we're going to see is you can have a gun and that's fine. But the second you use it, the DA is going to come down on you like a ton of bricks, right? Like. I mean, self-defense and whatever, this city is pretty weak on whole, on the whole idea of self-defense in general compared to many other states. So, I feel like it's one of those, you're definitely going to have, what do those gun guys uh, always say? You can have my gun when you pry it from my cold, dead fingers. Better to be, what, like uh, judged by 12 and instead of carried by 6 or whatever? Yes. I think we're defi- definitely going to have that because... Wasn't it just the, um, a couple of months ago where a bodega owner, like this old dude, 30, 40 years out of his prime was basically beaten to a pulp in his own store by some dude. And then he took a knife and killed him, Uh killed the guy that was attacking him. And he was the one that was brought up on charges. So like that kind of self-defense thing is, um, that's where I think that's where we're going to see it where it's like, fine, have your gun. But if, you ha- but if you decide to use it, you know, you better not have anything to lose, right? I mean, you know, you,
2: and like a bodega owner or something like that, I'm expecting to be the kind of person who could more easily, uh, you know, legally acquire a gun. Yeah,
1: yeah, you can get like a, you can actually get a premises gun. They could all do that. Yeah, actually, like they already were defense. able to do that. So like many, you know, many
2: store owners, you know, laundromat operators, you know, bodega people, you know, so on and so forth, you know, people. You know, they already had firearms in the city. You know, I don't see that being a problem. And, you know, self-defense and stuff like that, as long as it was, you know, you can demonstrate that that's what you were doing. I you know that was not really a problem either, right? You know, as far as I'm aware,
1: right? Well, you see, like, we bring up the bodega guy because that was pretty clearly an act of self-defense. And the guy, if it, if it wasn't for, I guess, what, the coalition of <laughs> bodega owners... That was like, dude, what the fuck? They would have just continued to railroad the guy for trying to save his own life. I think we're gonna ha- we're gonna run into this uh, situation again, and we're gonna have we're gonna have to face this issue of or how is the use of a gun in self defense. Right. So in the city, it's legal to use physical force for self defense if another reasonable person would do the same. And deadly force is a whole different other thing where you have to believe the other person was trying to kill you and yes. you couldn't get away i mean if you punch me and i stab you i'm already probably looking at some kind of time i mean new york has the laws already on the books to cover all of these situations but as gun ownership among the potential jury pool increases how will that shape what cases are brought forward
2: everybody basically keeps going as far as they can go to assess you all these you know one-off you in like impossible to humanly process you new know, scenarios to be like, see, like this scenario wasn't covered, so this whole law is bullshit, right? Like the bodega guy thing, right? It wasn't even it wasn't the owner of the bodega or the operator of the bodega. It's a guy who worked in the bodega and then some guy jumped behind the counter and you know, started a fight with him. Yeah. I guess the question is at what point are you allowed to just stab a guy? Right? You know like when I mean,
1: at what point is self-defense? Like, people have been killed by punches.
2: Yes, people have been
1: killed by yeah. punches. You're going to need a better lawyer in New York if someone punches you and you shot them versus if you were in Florida.
2: And that would, to me, that it makes sense that you have to do that because it's so many fucking people. You can't just have a one-size-fits-all assertion of intent.
1: You can't. It's not possible. I, I fully, fully subscribe to the law of fuck around and find out. That said, <laughs> applying that law to nine million people is a very it it, it breeds chaos. Yes, kind of have to temper that out, but I don't I don't know how how we're gonna handle it. Like we're gonna have, but that Bernard um oh shit Bernie the last goats. name. Bernie yeah, goats. Ber- I don't think he's a sympathetic character from the interviews that I've seen, but I wonder if the culture of the city is going to change when more people like him have guns. It, it seems like we're going down that
2: road. I mean, there's an argument that it's already here, right? All these, you know, the people that have, you know, shot people or stabbed people or whatever, you know, many of them have said things like that, right? The 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 subway shooter guy from back in, like, was it April or May or whatever, right? Like, that guy was said that he, you know, was just fed up with stuff and just decided to start shooting people in the train.
1: Yeah, I'm just curious where we as a city are going to end up. Uh, Are we going to kind of turn into like a Florida with the gun culture and, hey, I fear for my life and, you know, that's it. Or are are we going to panic a little bit like the legislature after the Bruin case? Is the DA going to do a full court press, say, on the next bodega worker? You know, just really put someone through the ringer.
0: To me, it seems like the this issue is like you're kind of like we're getting ahead of like the the carriage with the gun stuff because like you're going to have problems with guns. You know, when if you have other problems in your society that you're not addressing, like so if you have like mental health issues and we don't care about mental health in this country and you allow people to have guns, you're going to have gun problems. If you have like rampant fucking poverty and you allow people to have guns, you're going to have a bad time. I feel like there are other there are other issues related to this yes. yeah. that aren't specifically this that need to be addressed so that we don't have the kind of gun problems that are specific yes. to this country. No, Agreed.
1: no, totally, totally. It's you know? it, it's unfortunately the I don't know personally from my perspective, kind of like the original sin of the uh, the Constitution in some ways, right? Like by putting this in there, it just magnifies all the other problems that we have yes. in society.
0: But I mean it's so funny to me because like we care and focus so hard on this issue specifically but we do not address or care about you know the things that make having guns a problem It's, o- yeah, it's only sure. because this
2: issue is more you know obvious and easy to wage culture wars with there, there isn't an amendment that says everyone should get food, right? So <laughs> that, right. That's, that's why, that's why we're not arguing right. about that, right? That's why, exactly. You know, like you get to just, you get to just be starving. You, know, it's not in the fucking document, so who cares, right? Right. You know, suck my dick, eat up, Charlie. You know, like. Uh,
1: what was it? Uh, give a man food, he eats for a day. <laughs> give a man a fish. <laughs> give him, give a man a gun, and he can take all the food. yeah
2: Yeah. way easier to do that than give people you know housing you but that's it
0: i mean that it's never going to change we have we have other problems we need to fix first before this is not a problem Mm -hmm. and we're not going to fix those problems so this will always be a problem and that's really the size of it
2: yep yeah, i I love I love your thought about you know are we just going to become Florida yes we are that's the <laughs> that is the goal of of people who are you know organized politically right now the goal is to have you know the country race to the bottom and have rules similar to you know the I guess the lowest common denominator type areas in the country like that's what that's what wow that's
1: that's it Florida Florida catching bullets from you yeah. Damn. Fuck
2: Florida. Like it's, it's, <laughs> it's like that. It's like that. Yeah.
0: Florida is not the
2: shining pillar yeah. of an example of a utopian society yeah. that we you should know. be striving for. You know, and like, you know, no, no, sh- no, no shade to every single person in Florida and stuff like that, but still, Oh no shade. <laughs> but yeah, like lots of you know, shade. there, there's a reason, there's a reason why Florida man is celebrated in, in American culture. You know, I didn't, I don't make these rules. <laughs> I I don't make the culture. Florida man arrested with cocaine stuffed Lunchables. Florida man throws toilet through school board
0: building window in Illinois, is arrested sitting on another. Arrested Florida couple pleasure each other in back of cop car. Florida man sprayed other inmates with urine. Florida man sentenced to 10 days for dragging shark behind boat. A smoke cloud in the area leads Florida man to ask cop, did you find
2: all my pot? Central Florida man broke into home and fell asleep on couch while high on meth. Florida man arrested for punching photo bombing beach goer before wedding. You know that that race to the bottom idea that you were talking about. Yeah, that's exactly right. And you know, if people, in if the powers that be have their way, yes, that is one hundred percent what they would want. They would want New York to be more like Florida. They would want to to make it more like Pennsylvania on the way to Florida. They would love nothing more than that. But yeah, we'll, we'll see how these TROs, we'll see how these things uh, process, you know, make their way through the legal system. We'll see if there's a counter for this counter, you know, and we'll see how the fight goes. You know, I'm, I'm sure that, you know, it's going to end up being where, you know, we, people just do what they want because that's just the way the world is organized right now. But I, I personally hope that it's not like that because, you know, living in a world with common sense is better than living in a world that without it.
0: Well, it does seem to be in very short supply nowadays. But President Biden surprised us all this week by giving us a healthy dose of common sense and eliminated charges and pardoned over, what was it, pretty much all federal marijuana possession charges? Yes. Now, this is not state law. and But it is a very, very important step that I think is necessary and I think sets a really good precedent going forward for, uh, like you like you were saying, John, States and governors to follow suit and get rid of convictions for people that you know were just in possession of like a joint or a little bit of a pot, and perhaps we are might be on the road to reclassifying marijuana as like not a Schedule One narcotic, so that you know we don't have these draconian fucking sentences imposed on people for doing you know shit that is really not that offensive. Yeah. What do you guys think about this? Is this good? Is this bad? Is this a step in the right direction? I think it is.
2: Yeah, I I definitely think it's a step in the right direction. You know, it's, you know, by the numbers, it's not like some tremendous thing, but it's a, it's a, it's a important statement about how, you know, America as a whole, you know, should politically consider, you know, uh, its relationship with marijuana, right, its relationship with drugs, right? For many, many, many years, you know, there has been, you know, the debate on the war on drugs, you know, is it like, is it worth you know, pursuing in that way? Right. You've thrown know jillions you know, of people in jail for some, right. for it hasn't right. worked. It's, it's a waste of money. It's you know, facilitated the militarization of cops and shit. Like, and it's just, and it's ruined lots, lots yeah, of life. like destroyed families, you know, stuff like that. Like, it's just, it's not good. So being to, to stand publicly, you know, on, on in this way, you know, is important for, for the culture important for the country, right? You know, it's only a couple of thousand, you know, pardons that are going to be given, but it's important. Every single one of them are important. Right. Right. And it's a, yeah, a very important. Yeah, and then rescheduling it, you know, like if they, if they end up doing that, that's going to be like a thing that changes lives in America, I think. Right. You know, not, you know, not having to worry that you're going to end up in, you know, uh, you know, club fed, you know, because you had you know some edibles or something like that would be pretty good. Right. And I feel like this is a win-win
0: for America because, you know, the people get what they want. They get their pot. They, you know, they get to not go to jail for something stupid. And there's money to be made here, guys.
2: This is what we love in this country. Yes. There's lots of money to be made in marijuana. Like maybe, you know, if they are able to, you know, uh, federally uh, decriminalize it or make it federally legal, you know, maybe you can start having banks, you know, dealing with this, you know. You know, in right. and like maybe those you know, marijuana businesses could be more even more legitimate than they currently are, right? You know, a lot of marijuana businesses in states and stuff like that basically keep their money on the premises, or you're like moving dealing with you know, shady shit like crypto and stuff like that because they can't be banked in a real bank, right? Because it's it's technically still illegal, right? So things like this could go to fix that, right? Maybe you don't have to be some fly by night, you know, fucking, you know, weed bodega with like a, a pothead SpongeBob on your label, you know, all your, you know, all the fucking money that you get, that you collect in a paper bag, trying not to get robbed by like the local people outside the smoke shop or something like that. You know, maybe you can actually operate legitimately, you know, with things, with steps like this. And I think it'll also make voters, you know, probably think, oh, you know, maybe, maybe I should, I should get up this midterm because the, 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 right. giving people what they want is good you know economically but also good politically like it just is
0: yeah and and working towards destigmatizing this you know like yeah making it so that oh well you you got like you're arrested for possession you're a bad person right. you can't get a yeah. job and you can't do this and that and blah 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 blah. blah. like we should really work towards getting rid of that shit because this is You know, the the vast majority of people who smoke pot
2: are not fucking criminals. They're just, they're not. And hey, you know, gun nuts tying it back, right? Maybe, you know, you'll be, it'll be easier for you to get a gun, you know, if you, uh, this kind of, that kind of, uh, I guess charge on your record or whatever is expunged, is pardoned, you know, you is, or these things don't get charges at all. So think about it.
1: (laughs) I mean, you know, I don't, I don't have a a real horse in that race, but what john said about destigmatizing and, and making it legal on that level uh reclassifying it and having banks being able to deal with it that's that's real cuz like so much so many things look to what the federal government says is okay a lot of states even kind of look on that as a model of like okay you know like it's good it's it's good up there we're going to do it too you know a lot of places a lot of laws a lot of businesses follow what the federal government says. it should be universally agreed upon that that this quote unquote war on drugs um, is it failure? yeah I mean like it, it's another one of those it's like it's like a little Iraq thing it's like it just didn't need to occur in the first place. <laughs> and um, you know going you know going and just kind of trying to make things right um as as much as you can is, is 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 a pretty good start um
0: yeah i gotta say i'm impressed with our boy biden you know the student loan debt forgiveness pot forgiveness i mean you love him or hate him he's doing a lot of the stuff that we we give a shit about
1: he's trying to motivate uh as john said this this group of this voting block that doesn't tend to vote very often or in large amounts you mean young people yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It seems like he's trying to he's trying to do that. You know, I I hope
2: that you know people will reward him you know, by showing up and, and you. Know, I hope that people understand the relationship between you know, voting and you know, getting shit that's vaguely like that's what you, you want. Yeah, yeah, that's right. that's
1: the thing, right? Like that's that <laughs> level of optimism that I don't,
2: I, I, I don't I don't know if I have. It would be nice. You know, we have have to empower the government to do things that you would like it to do. The sec you know, we did not empower the government to do shit that we wanted it to do and all of a sudden, you know, people cannot receive abortions in you know, this country. Like, you know, what the fuck? Right? Yeah,
1: you, you don't know. like that our state bans abortions. Get the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean uh, that's
2: that that is what people are saying essentially, that's, right?
1: That is that is that is actually what is happening. Yeah, then a lot of like uh companies start losing some talent because of that. Yeah. They're like, no, like fuck this.
2: And new people, you new-
0: Well, companies actually started, I mean, I I know they're not footing the entire bill, but some companies were paying
2: to send employees out of state. Get yeah, get
0: because they knew this was so fucked S, up. S-tier
2: dystopian <laughs> shit. Like, you should, it should things should not operate that way. It shouldn't be a race to the bottom. Things should not be, well, if you don't like it, get the fuck out. It shouldn't have to be that way, right? No, you know, no, no, no. But people, no, totally. yeah, people have chosen, you know, to be, you know, bad members of society, you know, for fun and profit. Right? <laughs> you know, if we didn't do that, maybe it wouldn't have to be that way. So the hope is, hey, y'all see, you know, that if you empower the government to actually operate sometimes, maybe you can get some pardoning of weed charges. Maybe you can get some, the system. Yeah, works. like, it, it don't work great, but sometimes <laughs> it might. Sometimes cr- it might.
1: Uh. You know, it, it's crazy. We have elected representatives who grew up like two generations two three generations from present day some of these people are growing up with the ideals uh that were instilled in them in the 40s and and they're making current law based on those ideals
2: there's always that argument that people you know, make you know where uh the government you know people in the government are too old and like they're you know, they're not in touch with what's going on today right and like there is some of that that I agree with, you know, because, yeah, like, you can't be governing the country like shit is 1950, 1960, right? Like, even 1980 is probably too old, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, you gotta, you have to be in, I mean, you have to be in touch with what's just say going no. on.
0: Just say no. I mean, I I agree, I agree with that, but then you look at some of the younger politicians, <laughs> and then you've got, <laughs> you've got the Marjorie Taylor yeah. Greens and the fucking, what, what was the dude who was on Twitter we uh, mentioned Matt last Case. week? Yeah, Matt yeah. Gates, you
2: know, so, like, are the young people <laughs> in touch? Like, either yeah, the, 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 everyone's got agendas. Everyone's got a, a, everyone's got a base that they're pandering to, and they're subject to the whims of that base. So what I want to see is people take their responsibility for being part of society so that when these politicians have to govern, they can pander to a base that is in touch with what's going on that's part of the problem. It's not just them. Yeah, I, it's yeah. us too. Yeah. I agree. No, no, you're yeah. Right, 100%. You're right. you know, 100%. You know, 100%. like if if you know we need to understand again that relationship between what we what we're asking for, you know, and what we do, you know. So yeah, fucking you know, read a book and show up to vote, goddamn it Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck <laughs> Oh, that's perfect. All right,
0: guys, I think we're going to have to leave it there for this week. It looks like that's all the time we have for on Red Channel Condition. But real quick, we want to give a shout out to the listeners who have taken notice of the fact that we're back and sent like uh, thank you emails. And we, we hear you listeners. We appreciate it. We want to hear more from you. So please feel free to send us an email at redchannelcondition at gmail.com. And as always, thanks for listening. guys. Hey, shout out to the collective. See you yeah. out there. Thanks for the kind words.